1: at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.
0: Hi, welcome to Built for the Stage podcast. This is Joe Roscoe, founder of Build for the Stage, Broadway's number one fitness platform. If you want to try a free trial, go to the website, BuiltForTheStage.com, or click the link in the description of this episode, and you can work for seven days with your own Broadway fitness coach, on an online app. So check it out. No catch, no gimmicks, builtforthestage.com. If you like Built for the Stage podcast, please rate, subscribe, and leave a comment. It'd be greatly appreciated. All right, please enjoy this conversation. All right, on the show, we have Giuseppe Basilio. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the show,
2: Giuseppe. Thank you so much, man. It's good to be here.
0: So we were just chatting. and I was like, oh, so you're obviously Italian with this name. And He's like, yeah, my my mom's from Naples, right? Uh, my mom is Brazilian from oh. Sao Paulo, and my dad's na- from Naples. I mixed it up. You got it. I flip it. <laughs> it. And then we started talking uh, a little Brazil talk. Uh, my wife is from Vitoria. And uh, yeah, so we're just going to pick it up from there because you guys need to hear a little bit about that. Have you been to Italy or Brazil yet?
2: Yeah, I've been to both places a, a number of times. I've been to Brazil three times. Uh, once when I was one, once when I was 12, and once when I was 16. I got to go back and visit my family. And Italy, I've been I've been many, many times as a kid. And
0: What's your favorite place in Italy that you've been?
2: Oh, man. Uh, I usually end up in Milan, just because it's so close to home. Uh, originally, I'm from Switzerland, born and raised. And it's about three hours south, so we just drive down, you know. Grab a bunch of food and groceries and whatever, and uh, then we drive back home.
0: Word, cool. Yep. I've been to Italy twice now. Nice. The second time was an accident. It was my uh, wife's brother's graduation. Mm-hmm. He was a naval engineer, and his like school was in different countries each semester. He'd mm-hmm. like go to a different one, and that's where they end up doing the graduation in um, in Italy. It was called. It's blanking on me. Spazia. It's mm. called laspasia and it's near uh, Cinque Terre. Oh, nice. Yeah, near That's there. It's awesome. So, for those of you listening out there, message Giuseppe if you want to talk Italy or Brazil. Yeah, let's All get right. it. All right. <laughs> um, so Giuseppe's been in Billy Elliot as uh, the character Billy. Not know if you're. I don't know if you're familiar. He's been in Newsies, Aladdin, Cats, Hello Dolly, and now Hamilton, and he's a young dude. And he's already yeah. got himself quite the resume. So congrats on that so far. Let's just pop right into our first question. You played Billy in Billy Elliot. So when you were growing up, that means you you obviously were an advanced performer at a young age to book that role. What did your training look like when you were younger to prep you to to book such a role like that? Oh, man.
2: Yeah, my training was, was pretty uh, intense as a kid. Uh, both my parents are ballet dancers. Brother, he's a ballet dancer with the Paris Opera Ballet, and my sister's a carpenter, so she made it out alive. But <laughs> I, would have, um, I would have ballet class every single day. Uh, I would dance for six, seven hours a day on top of all schoolwork and whatnot. Um, I ended up doing a ballet competition here in New York, uh, the finals to YAGP, Youth America Grand Prix. And Nora Brennan, the kids' casting director for Billy Elliot, saw me there, asked me to audition for the role of Billy. And boom, here we were. Um, once, <laughs> once we started Billy, then my, my training became a lot more intense, actually, <laughs> than it already was, and I didn't know that that could happen. We ended up having tutoring in the morning from like 9 to 10, and then we had a ballet class, and then we had a gymnastics class back to tutoring. We would go back and have rehearsal all day, and then a show at night. So,
0: yeah. <laughs> now, even starting when you were younger with your parents both being involved in ballet, was it a choice? Did you choose to dance, or like, were your parents like, "Hey, yo, get start it up, strap um, it up, let's go"? We're starting to dance.
2: My parents definitely very much uh, uh, believed in kids don't really have a choice, which they honestly they shouldn't, because if a kid had a choice, we would, you know, be eating ice cream all the time and got not it, got do it, anything.
0: Got so my parents really just... Um, you're saying have a choice, like, are you going to go or not? No, you're going. Right.
2: Exactly. exactly. Gotta, gotta, Absolutely. i yeah. like, obviously, if the kid's like not enjoying it at all and crying every <laughs> single day for like a year, then sure, let's not do that. <laughs> right. But yeah, my parents just kind of definitely pushed me into it. That's just what they knew. And they were like, you know what? We're going to pass this knowledge on to our kid and or on to our kids. And
0: yeah, here we are. And it stuck <laughs>
2: with you. you it, it really you, stuck, man.
0: You enjoyed it right out of the bat. Right off the bat, or did it kind of grow on you?
2: Um, I I enjoyed it. I, I was I would definitely um, I was deciding between soccer and ballet as a kid, especially around eight nine years old. And so my mom was like, "All right, so if I see you enjoy soccer as much as I see you enjoy dance, then we'll put you in soccer." And so I tried for two days, like dribbling every day, and like really tried to to play like Maradona at the time. And and um, yeah. Then gave up <laughs> mm-hmm. real quick because I was like, eh, this is not for me. I'll, I'm better at dancing. I'll just keep doing this. Yeah.
0: And yeah, it works. Cool. I mean, that's a great way of testing it out. Like, yeah. Go you ahead and try it out. Yeah, you go gotta, ahead you gotta... and do it. And if if you uh, live up to the expectations of the desire to keep doing it, great. If not, I guess you tried. Absolutely. Cool. Uh, with you being a young guy... Who's one vet veteran? Who's one vet that you've worked with in the business that you were fortunate enough to that you learned a lot from? Oh man, I've I've worked with incredible people, absolutely incredible people.
2: Some of my favorites were, especially as a kid growing up, were um, Faith Prince. She was unbelievable <laughs> as Miss Wilkinson, of course Emily Skinner, uh, Bette Midler. Uh, that's, that goes without saying. Yeah, um, <laughs> from Hello
0: Dolly. What what, what did those that group of people, what were some of the qualities that they brought to the table maybe like during rehearsals or performances that, that you really admired or, or you took from?
2: Definitely their passion and their professionalism. They, they always showed up ready to work. It, it was never a choice. They would just like do it and they would do it to its fullest. You know what I mean? They, they would never hold back on any emotion, on any lines. They would just really go for it.
0: Do you think no. that's ingrained in someone like naturally or do you think there's some daily practice that you can kind of work towards where you can be consistent like that no matter what?
2: Um, I, I think some people are definitely born with it. I think that things like ballet or karate, for example, something with like structure teaches you how to how to
0: really keep striving because it's, it's, it's hard to keep going. Let me zoom in on that. You just said something really great there about the structure part of it. And that is very important, obviously, in ballet and, and karate and things of that nature. In fitness, I think a lot of the times people people fail because there is no structure. Mm. They're kind of just blindly walking into a gym or just maybe they're at home. Wherever they're trying to do their exercise, they're just kind of winging it. Mm. And to be like, be like you w- walking into the ballet studio for the first time, never having anyone taught you how to dance or do anything what first position is what any you know you wouldn't know a plie from an arabesque or anything like that and and just just go ahead do it go ahead try just yeah (laughs) of course you're gonna fade out of course you're not gonna come every day and bring your best you don't know what your best is right you You don't don't know what you're doing you need that structure you need that training so i wanted to zoom in on that and what you said because that was great you're in hamilton now Mm -hmm. that little skit that we've couple people have heard of were you in the original company you're Uh, in chicago with it right i was in chicago tell us about
2: that um i was in chicago with it for about a year up until november of this year 2019 and then i moved two days before i left chicago i was supposed to be done with the show and two days before i came back to new york they were like hey we have an opening want to hop in i was like Sure, why not? (laughs) That's what. Yeah, cool. Yeah, it was really cool. So I've been doing it on Broadway now for. (laughs) Cool, 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 cool. cool. Um, (laughs) I've been doing it on Broadway for about three
0: months now. Awesome. This one. How's the transition been from the Chicago cast to the New York cast? Same type of vibe I get from Hamilton that they've really almost created a true culture Mm. in the show where, like, truly, if you're in Hamilton on Broadway or you're in Hamilton touring or blah blah blah. There seems to be that same like spirit. Is that true?
2: There definitely is. Uh, it, of course, it's it's different uh, from company to company in a sense. But what's absolutely incredible about the show is that we we have some uh, universal swings who know every track, and they literally fly out to some companies like day of, and figure out the small differences that are in each company and just go for it, you know, mm. and and then perform. But the vibe-wise, like it's Hamilton. It's 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 freaking awesome. It's <laughs> it's an amazing show. Uh, every day is, is just freaking inspiring and and just wonderful in that sense. Of course, Chicago was a little different. It was it, it was the Chicago Company of Hamilton. The people there were unbelievable, and it was an incredible experience to have. I turned twenty one in Chicago. That mm. was really cool. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that, that was
0: that was making memories, right? Yeah, man. Hashtag it was, it was making memories. Literally,
2: hashtag making memories. <laughs> Let's go. Um, but moving back home, uh, this is this is where I've been. I lived half my life, basically. So I'm really happy to be back home and and to be working home on Broadway.
0: Yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> um, so for the fans of Hamilton, there's obviously the things that inspire them or the things that they're fans of what backstage or just as a performer that's actually getting to say the words, sing the words, dance the steps. What what are what's one or what are a few things to you that that are specifically the inspiring or the thing that you say just like, you know, it's awesome to be in Hamilton. Dude, the music, the music is unbelievable.
2: As, as a dancer, obviously the choreography is is super sick cuz every every single step just really amplifies the story and it's it's there each element of art is there to support each other if that makes sense at Mm -hmm. all so like the 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 staging complements the dancing whereas the dancing complements the staging and the music and just everything like just keeps growing together and it's it's a masterpiece it really is but what inspires me uh the people who are doing the show every single day eight shows a week and who bring their a-game every single time yeah, it brings it makes me bring my a game every single time.
0: Awesome. So, starting out with Billy uh, and Billy Elliot, and now here in Hamilton, what kind of growing pains did you have to go through in your career? Lessons you had to learn, things you had to adjust. Where maybe you could, when you were a dancer, just a dancer, and then getting into the whole musical theater scene. What did you have to kind of adapt in your game? It was um, it was a lot of growing. It was a
2: lot of growing and obviously a lot of adapting. But when I first moved from Switzerland to the States, uh, you know, just dancing and then seeing, oh, wait, these kid, these other kids are-, are doing musical theater like I like I dance. So they were at 100 percent singing, acting like that's what they did. I only did dancing. So I had to really learn quickly, very quickly how to act and had to had a sing and yeah it was it was a lot of learning and i was lucky enough that i uh, growing up in this community and and being a kid in this community i was always kind of like the little brother to everyone which was really great so i it was never like no one ever took it hard on me in mm. that sense i mean obviously people like let me know and they but they always let me know in like a very kind way yeah uh a very helpful way Which I think a lot of people who who come into this business kind of older and like after college and whatnot, they don't get that same luck yeah, in a sense. They don't get that same treatment, which it was really nice to
0: get to learn. Cool. What's one thing that's important to you outside of theater?
2: My family is really important to me. Mom, dad, brother, sister. Uh... Over the past year and a half, Brazilian jiu-jitsu has become a huge part of my life. Mm. I go almost four times a week. That's my workout.
0: Do you find that that aids or helps or enhances your performance on stage?
2: Absolutely. Yeah, talk um, about that. Dude, so what's crazy is that I've I've learned how to systematically eliminate what's not important through Brazilian jiu-jitsu because it's, it's like a game of chess with the body in a sense. And so I just kind of am able to... Push away stuff that's not important to me and focus on on what's what's a lot more important in on stage specifically. What it's helping with, it's helped me a lot with um, partnering in a sense because uh, I've learned how to properly use leverage instead of just muscle and muscling through a, a press or whatever. Mm-hmm. I love it, man.
0: Word fun. That's really all I have for you so far. But you seem to be such an interesting guy. Do you just want to go for another hour or three hours? For sure, man.
2: We can we can keep going.
0: We got we got the guys from Equity One in the house, Some and um, they're under the Broadway Podcast Network umbrella. So make sure you pop on over to the website or um, their podcast on any podcast platform and check out Equity One. Right, right. Wow. They're dancing over there. Yay. They're doing all the things. Um, Giuseppe and I were actually having a silent disco earlier to on your feet um, yeah. because we just uh, spoke with Nina Lafarga, uh, just a second ago. So I really appreciate you coming in. It's really inspiring to see you do the work. What are you, what are you going to do in 10 years? Like, are you still going to be yeah. doing this?
2: <laughs> I have, I have no idea, man. It might. <laughs> I have no idea. That, that's good of you to be really? honest. We don't know. We don't, <laughs> we don't know we're new tomorrow. Right. I have literally no idea. Um, my, What I've wanted to do over the course of my life has changed so many times, and it's kind of just made me realize it's like, oh, it's okay to try new stuff. It's okay to go into new things.
0: This kind of pick, this Broadway kind of picked you because you came here to do a a dance competition or performance. You said, Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden, the the Billy offer came because of that. Yeah, it's one of those like crazy like it's one of the it's
2: definitely one of those just crazy stories that are just like, oh, he. Uh, went and like they saw him and boom he's yeah serendipity right literally serendipity
0: yeah yeah it's cool you're you're well, not gonna maybe 10 years from now become like a professional jujitsu fighter or something like that i mean that? i
2: might who knows <laughs> who knows literally i've i've i mean i've i've gone from uh as a kid i wanted to be the best soccer player in the world to being the best ballet dancer in the world to being the best actor in the world to being a blacksmith to being a, a pizza maker i don't you know we and now we're we're here what's we're, your we're favorite pizza What's my favorite pizza? Topping oh, or like man. style? Um, Thin
0: crust. Do you like uh, Sicilian, like Mama's style? Oh yeah,
2: I love I love to uh, make my own pizza. That's, okay, like, those are those you know just like simple. Let's roll up the dough from scratch and just make it. But favorite toppings usually will include like pepperoni, chicken, mushrooms. Loves love myself some good
0: mushrooms. What's your favorite pizza joint in the city?
2: Oh man. In the city, you got to go, you got to go simple. You got to go with like 99 cent pizza. Ah. It's simple. It's simple. In New York City, you know what I mean? Two Bro's Pizza. Okay. Um, okay. Shout out Two Bro's. <laughs> two Bro's Pizza. Love it. Yeah. It's good stuff. It's All good right. Stuff. But actually my favorite. Oh, tell us. There my, you go. My absolute favorite pizza, especially when I'm like feeling down or whatever and I want to treat myself. I'll go to Carve, mm-hmm. uh, you know, on 46th. They have one on 46th. Yeah. Um, go to Carve and get myself like a chicken barbecue pizza
0: word okay so good. <laughs> all right for those of you that are listening for the fitness part of this i eat pizza myself and i would prescribe to you listening to not eat pizza on your rest day if you're even working out at all but if you are working out get your workout in around let's say two o'clock open that window up hit your pizza at five and you're in the clear big facts yeah yeah man absolutely if you want to hear more about that dm me at Bill for the Stage. Giuseppe, that's it. That's hey, my name, so much, too. Man. Giuseppe. I'm, my name's Joe, but like... Yo, oh, if, right, right, if I, were right. To live I was in, like, wait, what? Ooh, <laughs> uh, cool, cool, that's cool, cool. man. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> all right, that'll do it on Bill for the Stage podcast. Thanks again to Giuseppe for coming to give us his time to chat a little bit about all things Broadway, fitness, and all the good stuff. Don't forget, if you want to try a free trial, go to the website, builtforthestage.com. Fill out your name and email, and we'll be on our way with that. Go to the Instagram, at builtforthestage. Don't forget about broadwaypodcastnetwork.com and the Instagram. Check out the details of this podcast, and you can find out where to see more things about Giuseppe and everything that's going on with him. All right, until next time, it's me, Roscoe, signing off.